Welcome to This Commerce Life. We are an unscripted podcast dedicated to small businesses and entrepreneurs in the retail and consumer packaged goods space in Canada and the United States. I'm Phil Chang, co-host and co-founder. And I'm Kenny Benucci, co-host and co-founder of This Commerce Life. Our love is the journey to retail, and our passion is sharing that with you every week. See, Lori's headshot looks really good, but she always Lori Shoplin. Hello, my friend. Hello. Good morning. How are you? How are you? I'm so good. How are you guys? We're We're doing well. We're doing well. Recovering? Recovering from? Uh, Whatever. He's recovering better than I am. I, I'm. I have sick, no time. Sick, so he's much sicker yeah. than I am. I got no time. I got. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I got. I get sick next week. Not now. But but I'm I'm I've got as much energy as I've had in days for you. So I I took a nap. <clears throat> I taught class, took a nap, and then got up for this. So. Aww, good. thank good. you. Yeah. Thank you. He was yeah. just going to show headshots. We're trying to get some new headshots. I was. Mm-hmm. I'm just... Your headshot always obviously looks good because you know that's you. Lori always looks good. Not, you now you have to see what the real world looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Because I told you, he said it. This it's. Let's see. So I I've just incorporated them in our banners. Um, but this wow. is like this Nobody's is us a... now. At least we look the same now. Oh, I got yeah. my bat. Um, I like my Batman. Yeah. Shirt. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, we um, I, you know, and then this is us, right? Like on the podcast desk, which is kind of yeah. cool too. That's kind of cool. I like those two. You missed yeah. all Kenny's background though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We took them out. Well, because I need, I need the blank. I need oh, the transparent, totally right? So, totally peaking. Yeah. I just find it so fascinating. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So anyway, there's there's a bunch of other shots, but I like my Batman shirt. I told Phil, I said, you know what? I'm I'm always in t-shirts like I got a Grateful Dead shirt on now like so it's not like you're gonna I mean I could put an ACDC shirt on or a Black Sabbath yeah we're gonna have to find out if DC will do some uh sponsorship that's what we should be thinking yeah yeah just to think big here for a second look at that look at you're always thinking I love it does the the Batman shirt look bad though no no it looks great it looks fine okay it looks just fine Yeah, yeah 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 So, Lori Shoplin, I feel I filled in Kenny a tiny, tiny little bit. I didn't know you were doing different things. Yeah, well, that's why when I got your email about, hey, what's new? And I'm like, oh, there's so, so many things new. So, so much. Many and when I new. think of your listeners of um, how we <laughs> typically accept change and get stuck doing the same things all the time and then have a passion to do something else. And it's like, oh, wait a minute pivot you know should i can i and mm-hmm. um, i just thought it would be super fun to to share with you guys what what is yeah it? bring it on bring I'm, it on we I'm, are i'm so i'm completely in the dark because obviously i don't pay attention to anybody so i have no idea what the hell you're doing oh sure well still all coaching but what what transpired was in the beginning of uh this year i was looking at so i had a membership site and working through women of having you know with the mindset way of having a healthy life and you know had upwards of 200 women in there and it just I it just I really felt like the time had come to to pivot and to release them and I knew weight loss was no longer anything I wanted to coach on any longer and um, what I really wanted to be doing which was super fun it was somebody actually that I was coaching um, in 
more just her own leadership and self-development, um, her boss saw such growth in her that he then said, whatever you're doing, you need to bring that into the office. So that was an opportunity to do a corporate contract. Um, and so you're no longer doing weight loss. loss, like you're now in the corporate world. Yeah. So mama mia, what the well, hell? But hold on, it gets better. So this one particular client, um, also in their organization, it's a family led business. <clears throat> and there was lots of angst between the different levels. And she had been following Jim, my husband as well as to his coaching and strategic leadership and team development. And she said, would you consider the two of you coming to work with us? That's awesome. So um, we played with that and we put a proposal in and we're now nine months into working with them and we're now putting together a new proposal for next year to continue working with them. And uh, Jim and I get to work together, which that's kind of how all this started, right? Like go back early days. And so he does the leadership training with them and I do mindset coaching and really just helping, you know, sort of just everybody get into being them the best version of themselves at work and at home. And because we know when we come to the office, we're bringing in everything from, from the home and stuff. So um, there's that. And then, but I needed some time to, so we work with them and I needed to transition out of letting these other women in my um, world enjoy club, which was my membership site, um, go and had to get comfortable with people not being happy with me. Right? Because there was a lot of women in there that wanted to con it to continue and mm. I love that right. But it was when I knew that my time there was done. Um, so again, like That's a I tough decision, though. But I've always said that to you guys too, of like, I am my best coaching client. Yeah. As I come and I use the same tools that I'm constantly doing going, okay, wait a minute. I could continue to do something because other people want me to, or I could really just, what do I need to believe about them and about me, about being able to, to make this shift. That's so, still a tough cut though. Oh, it was. It right. Was. Cause for you, it was very personal, yeah. right? Cause you had your challenges with, with yeah. that and then you're helping other people. Like it's a whole like it's, it's like, you know, it's not going to be so bad. I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but it's yeah. like, you know, it's like cutting the kids loose and says like, it's like, these are, this is, that's a highly emotional topic and very, yeah. you and know what I mean? Like, wow, that's, I mean, business yeah. can be, you know, you know, you'll forget tomorrow morning, but these are, wow, good for you. But that's what, a. But what I did do is um, I brought in other co weight loss coaches and I introduced awesome. them all and I. So you've taken care of everybody as best you could. Which it, again the Lori two years ago that was in such a scarcity mindset of needing and having to mm -hmm. and on to every mm -hmm. paycheck. So here I had membership. It was doing revenue right. really well. And it was like, so it. it's actually, this is what I wanted to share with you is then what it led me to do is in the month of June, July and August is I took a sabbatical. So we still help, I still worked with a corporate client all the way <clears> on <throat> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So my sabbatical looked a little differently than somebody in the mm -hmm. um, educational mm -hmm. world or right. something mm -hmm. else. But I really wanted to pause and figure out what was my motivating factor for doing everything. And I felt 
there was so much that I was doing that was out of alignment with my values as to, I love money. Like I love money. I'm not shy to say that, but I, but I also love time with my grandbabies. Yeah. I love time with my own health and pouring into me. So I had to figure out that cadence as to how does money and success and and what I really like my priorities of who I want to be and, and how right. I want to show up in the world, how does that all work? And I needed some time to be able to do that because my head was so full and busy over here. So um, yeah, so the sabbatical was brilliant. Um, and I just came off of that in September and uh, was asked to speak at a women's conference um, in Virginia, Lynchburg, Virginia. So I flew down there, they flew me down there, which was super fun. They um, um, have stickers everywhere of where guns are allowed and not. Did you know mm-hmm. that? Yeah. <laughs> like, America. Yeah. Where am I? Like, and then yeah. there was, I'd go through Charlotte and there was um, evacuation tunnels. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. It's a different society. Yeah. Like, it's, I know people think we're all the same. It's a very different world. Mm-hmm. But the, the topic I, I worked on with those women <laughs> was creating, giving ourselves space in our life that uh, we talk about margin i love that word of being able to to do that and does it have to come at a cost of our health does it have to come at a cost of our goals financially successfully building our businesses that we want to do and um i challenged all of it with them and uh so that's that's it in a nutshell boys what are you talking what nutshell like let's see i flipped my life inside out yeah. I took the model I had and threw it away. That's, that's pretty. That's that's wow. And we're on track to actually probably double our revenue than we did last year. Wow. What? At taking two months off and letting go a part of my revenue stream. Wow. So I just I and that's where I like get encouraged that I think when when I listen to who the guests you have on and all of the mm-hmm. inspiring stories of entrepreneurs and the risks and the chances mm-hmm. they've taken, mm-hmm. then I think of the people listening that have an idea or are in one of those things that are just maybe it's they're frustrated it's like oh there's just so much goodness in the the power of the pause which i call of just mm-hmm. wait a minute what is it truly i want you know your vision mission values for your life and your business mm-hmm. and do they align right and mm-hmm. mine were just a little out of sync after you two- at least do it though Lori. the difference is with a lot of these people is they just need someone to talk to to help them sort of map it out and then you say, okay, now you've done the work. Do they align? Yeah. Because for the most part, like most of us don't do that, right? We just, you get up in the morning, you do your thing. Yeah. You know, rinse, I, rinse I, and repeat. Rinse, yeah. Rinse. And you hope for the most part that people are relatively happy. I don't think they are. Yeah. As a, as a general rule, I think, to be honest with you, I think as a general rule, more people are unhappy these days than, they're, than happy. <clears throat> a lot of it's going to be to do with work or what they're doing with their lives for sure. Um, and then the balance between work and family and, whatever else you got going on but wow that's uh well and it's it's just all of that um belief again around like do i have to wait until i retire to live the life that i've been Mm -hmm. diligent before and it's like no like what if there's a different way to do this Mm -hmm. one of the coaches it was a husband and wife team that we had hired and i loved like they just gave me such great questions to ponder and I say chew on was, you know, what if it could be easy and fun? 
And at the time in last January, I was not having fun doing four calls a week with my women that, and then I was like, I was on, we had a Facebook group and I was just constantly doing that. I had a full-time roster of one-on-one clients and I was burning out. I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I know better than this. It's a tough topic mm. too. Sorry. Like it's, th- a, it's a, it's, it'd be like social work. Yes. Um, you know, yeah. God bless people who do that stuff because you know, that's a, that's a whole, that's a whole different world. That's really taxing on, on you emotionally. You think of it, Joy Club started in <clears throat> like, it was, we launched it in uh, June of 2020 because there was no better time in COVID. Mm-hmm, Everybody mm-hmm. was, you know, struggling. And mm-hmm. so, so for two full years, we ended it June, 2022 and it was a perfect timing and the perfect bridge for women, I believe, to, to find it out and to at least be introduced to a different way to take care of their health and through mindset versus just always, you know, the re- regiment of like either exercise or diet. It's like right. your brain's involved in this as well, right? And so, but for the two years, I was and I don't say this from from a martyr point of view at all, but I constantly was pouring out and I was not necessarily taking in right. and receiving, right? So of course there's going to be a clog in the, in the wheel somewhere. Well, sooner or later the balance is going to, the yeah. un- imbalance is going to yeah. highlight itself, right? <clears throat> so Eventually. just recognizing that and it was just, and then it was just so funny. It was a complete gift that this client of ours, you know, may, and it's so funny, but here's my scarcity thinking. I'll never forget on the call in January, it started January, February, I'd started working with her in December and one-on-one and just even by January, her boss was saying like, holy cow, there's something changed within you. Mm-hmm. And so in on one of our calls, she said, um, at the end of our call, do you think you and I would have a minute just to chat? My thought instantly was, Oh my God, she wants to break up with me. She wants a refund. Oh my God, she's firing me. You're getting cut. So that's that's where my default of my brain goes. Oh, right? when I we just said it now, that's all I heard. Yeah. Thinking, I right, you're done. Yeah. And so then when she said she leaned in and she's like, so I'm just wondering <clears throat> if you would you and Jim would consider, you know, coming to work with our organization. And I'm like, what? What? Like it was just so fun, right? Like completely easy, fun. Um, we, we're just, yeah. So it's a family led business and we're now that's kind of, that's the jive. We've got another one that had just signed up with us. So it, it's just super fun. So, yeah. That is, um, can I, can I ask some questions? Oh, fire away. Love it. Um, like, so, so in startup land, you, you made a pivot. Yeah. So you're not startup, but you pivoted. Yeah. What? Because you alluded to some of it, right? Is that you you had a commitment to these folks, you had a process, you had a model that worked. Where do you, because I think people will struggle with this is, where do you start to take this apart? Like, where, where do you go? Like, what part do you start with? Like, because immediately kind of you realize, hey, I've got an opportunity, I've got a chance to make a change. And then the flood of other stuff, right? The stuff that holds everybody back is like, wait, wait, there are people that count on me. There's like an entire, you know, like there's a cohort of women here looking for me. I have obligations. I have these four Facebook groups. I've got, you know, where, where do you start to like unravel that to try and figure out whether it's the right thing for you? I think the number one, I I always go to curiosity. Mm -hmm. The question I asked myself 
was, why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. And do I like my reason? Mm -hmm. And when I made the list of reasons why I was continuing to do, um, well, let me back up a bit. In January, knowing I, you know, as I was doing writing mm -hmm. my plan as to all the topics that I was going to be teaching for the year, mm -hmm. I knew in December, sorry, in June that we would be celebrating our two-year anniversary and have a big celebration like we did the first year. I I knew I wanted it to look different, so I wanted to introduce some other levels of coaching in addition to weight loss. Mm. And so I created a whole plan. I brought on a team to um, help me create all of that. It was going to be called, uh, we were going to actually pivot it and let go of Joy Club being weight loss and do mm -hmm. Joyful Life Academy. Oh, okay. So, I, I, so you already, you were kind of working on the. Yeah. yeah. So in January, okay. I was creating the content and I was uh -huh. doing all this. But Phil, I never had peace about it. It felt like I was trying to fit a square into a round hole like it just well sounds like you're almost trying to reword it or but not ch you're changing the words but you're not changing the book is still the book yeah. like you got to go back and rewrite chapters or well, scrap the book and here's what is really interesting is jim gave me a book um so being a coach um i allow him at times to coach me um not all the time <laughs> sometimes i'm like no i just want my husband i don't want to coach yeah but um, he gave me a book to read because he saw me really struggling with all of this. And, um, oh, I can't think of the name of it, but the first chapter was basically on who is your red velvet client? So I had mm -hmm. 200 women in this, in the community, give or take, right? Like every month we've mm -hmm. gone up and mm -hmm. stuff. But at the end of the day, who was firing me up and got me excited to actually, oh my gosh, tell me everything. Let's get in. And I want to, I want to just coach your brain. Right. So I started to really identify who that client was. And interesting enough, that client was like the client in January, February that came to me who had had mm. tremendous rhythm and success to mm -hmm. only been coaching she had a six-month contract she had only been coaching with me for a month and a half and already people around her were seeing the transformation right she was applying the tools a lot of the community that i was in loved being part of the community but weren't applying the tools right so we were having the same conversation mm -hmm. over and over again and i like why was i doing this and so it came back down to, do I like my reason? And it was a lot of shoulds, need to, and have tos. And it was like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm choosing not to live my life because of somebody else's rules. That's, that's not what we're going to do. So there's got to be a different way. And that's when I said, I didn't really know what that was going to look like entirely. So then that's when I was, I said to Jim, we were driving up our son and daughter-in-law and granddaughter live in Armstrong. So five hours away. And we were driving mm -hmm. up there in April, I think it was. And I said, so, hon, I'm thinking that not even Joyful Life Academy, I think I just want to close Joy Club. And he's driving and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right. And he goes, so are we thinking December? And I'm like, no, the end of June. You were like, so I'm listen, out. it's done. <laughs> <laughs> and at that time, I just knew. Well, and here again, like there were, there were so many contributing factors to it but i went in may to mm -hmm. renew my driver's license mm -hmm. and 
the sweet girl at the other side of the counter asked for my address and I couldn't answer it. My head was so mm. full okay. of busyness of right. everybody else. And it was like, I'm living my brain for everybody else. What does Lori want here? Like, what is it that I want? And a lot of flashbacks to like my story is, you know, standing over my mom's grave when she was 58 years old. And I'm like, right. I am not going down that same path. Right. I am not like there's, there is. And so that is Phil to me, this is Lori's mm. story. Not everybody, you know, there's, I have, I have family that love being doing what they're doing for 35 mm -hmm. years. Like mm -hmm. they do the same thing. That's not Lori's style. And I mm -hmm. think that that's a lot of the entrepreneurial spirit too. Whereas my siblings don't have that necessarily. Mm -hmm. But they don't need to have it. I, th I think oh. that, that to me, that the, 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 the sort of the little nugget there is as long as you're happy with what you're doing, whether yeah. you do it for 35 minutes or 35 years, I, I really don't care. Yeah. The, the trick is to try to be happy in what you're doing. Yeah. Right. And I for most people, it, it does seem that they struggle through that. Yeah. You know, but when you're talking to an, an mm -hmm. audience, like I think we have, we have a, a, a bit of a weird audience in some ways. We probably have people who listen who've been doing the same thing for years and are very content. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of entrepreneurs, obviously, business people who are just quasi hyperactive and they're always looking for 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 other things, right? And then you talk about curiosity, and then you have a whole bunch of people that what curiosity is is curiosity is the thing that kills the cat, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of people can be curious, but they're scared shitless to do anything about it mm -hmm. because there's an ultimate fear that mm -hmm. there's a danger on the other side. That's why. Being curious is good, but don't be be careful because you know that's ultimately what's going to get you. And you're thinking, well, not necessarily. If if you you know what I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out. There's multiple there's multiple podcasts in here, mm -hmm. in terms of trying to get people to understand more. Just even some quick process. How do you do this? How do you get to the point of curious and take it a step further without killing the cat? The cat's not going to die. Sure. Right. Well, just how do you do this process? So. I can do it. Like, how do I do it? How do you do it? So, okay. So I would <clears throat> encourage them to really list out. And it's funny because it's, I'm doing it in an upcoming retreat for women mm -hmm. on taking them, calling it soul space, because that for me was just inviting them in to figure this out. Like, how do they do it? So I'll walk you through the, what I would be doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is I'm going to have them for one, define what success means for them. And what I found was when I did that exercise and I listed out what I thought success was, then I took a step back and going, okay, wait a minute. Like, is this really what is fueling me to be able to, is this what I truly want and, and does it work? So then, then I walk them through doing their values. Like, what is it that they really want to be doing? Um, in April, I um, won an award at the Life Coach School where I was certified. Mm -hmm. um, we set a goal. So she does, uh, she, does she being Brooke Castillo, does um, some really um, <clears throat> kick-ass awards. And so anyhow, she put it out there for $100,000 or more in a business in a year. You need to reach this and you can cross the stage and get this beautiful Tiffany thing or whatever. So I did and I was up on stage with some amazing um, coaches. And that was probably the start for me as well of going, this is great, but this is like, what did it take to get here? Um, this, like, there was just something out of alignment. I don't know how else to describe it. It was right. like, I just didn't I, feel right. 
I achieved something yeah. I thought I wanted. And then once I got it, it was just, I, I kind of felt like I was just going to keep moving the bar. So was it success really? Yeah. Or was it just, you know, you hit a, a marker? Yeah. But so, in your mind, obviously that wasn't success per se. Yeah. So successful. I just started to play with that. So successful right. to me, I'm rewriting it. It, it right. is financial success and time with my family and good health. Whereas when I was up on stage, I was kind of, you know, role-playing as they're calling names up. I'm like, what did it take me to get here? My health? Because I was starting to really mm -hmm. be busy in my brain. Right. Mm -hmm. I was constantly go, go, going. And mm -hmm. was like, what if I could do this without the busyness? Like really eliminate that part of it. And yeah. So I would invite anybody that's kind of noodling on this of what is it that they think success looks like? And does that still meet with them today? Because I think I came out of business school and success was, you know, going and making a million dollars in the business. Like that mm -hmm. to me was, I'm gonna go do it. And not really having checks and balances in place to go, does this still work for me? And is there right. a different way to still create this? I can still have the desire for the finances to, to create that, but does it have to actually cost me everything? Well, I th yeah, I mean, maybe if you're separating the words, there's a difference mm -hmm. between being successful, successful, mm -hmm. and actually in having success or whatever. Yeah. Like to two different worlds, right? Successful mm -hmm. typically means, you know, you've grown your business X amount, you've achieved a dollar amount, but you could have done all that and hated every minute of it. Yeah. And it's not hated every minute, but you know what I mean? Where it came at a, at a much greater cost yeah. than the reward in, in essence, right? Yeah. So then it's just really, hmm. um, like right now, I will catch a lot of my thoughts about, oh, I'm going to go do this. So my first question is, okay, do I like my reason? Is this, is this helping me meet the financial goals that I want to do and the lifestyle that I want to achieve? And if not, then I'm like, I'm going to pause for a second and go, okay, wait a minute. What if there's a different way? What if it didn't have to rely on me being completely busy and hurried and stressed out all the time? Cause that's all that's my go-to and that's why i'm my best client of coaching because i'm in that world of just frenzy and it's like no wait a minute i i do not want to continue and the studies i've done on what stress does to our body like no i do not want no. that as part of it so i don't believe that you have you can only have one or the other i think we can have both so it's now getting curious as to how right so how can i um do that so yeah and maybe for business people it comes back down to like maybe even more of um sort of um simon Sinek said in the book is is the why like why do you do it that's like really get to your why like why you know it's not and why isn't typically what not the outcome it's not the money the money yeah. can be found in many different ways and maybe money is not the most important thing i mean i don't know whatever world everybody exists in yeah. their world right but it's really trying to figure out like why are you doing this yeah. Like if you really don't like it, why are you doing it? Yeah. And do you like your reason? And that's when I was really yeah. evaluating Joy Club. It was like, I love coaching and I love coaching women in particular. But, but not necessarily down this path anymore. Yeah. Hmm. And hmm, interesting. And then, wow, that's quite the pivot, my uh, my dear. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's been super fun. Shit. I mean, I didn't know this was coming. I, I, Phil's telling me what you're doing different. I said, what you doing? That was wow, like that's... first time sick. 
second i don't have that much Lori will tell you it's really interesting <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah. you kenny you've gone and done this huge ah uh, who the hell knows what i'm doing on any given sunday jeez <laughs> no, no sense in this head it was so fun because i think our daughter follows you on instagram she was so excited for you she's like oh my gosh this is great so there we go yeah i think it's a little nutty but yeah. you know what it is i obviously i mean i i like it right mm. like it's not not rocket science i like it. i like retail i like the i like the whole part of it it's yeah. just time it's just take it takes a ton of time but i do it's stupid right you sit there and you're and you're doing it and you're thinking this is taking way too long but i actually really kind of like doing this stuff and that right? i think that that's that's the nugget right there right is you like your why it's taking you a long time and trust me there's still a boatload of work that i'm doing i still have one-on-one -on -one clients i've just been selective as to the ones that i'm taking i now have a real um definition of my red velvet client right. i want to be working with and let me tell you when i'm working with them and i use voxer and they're voxing me <laughs> back and forth like it it can tend to be seen a lot mm. but i love it I love that's it the difference lot. though is when you when you love it in time yeah. you know it's almost like i'm trying to find time to to rest but it's not bugging me that's mm. i like the industry right i like i like being on the wholesale side i like being within brands i'm super stoked to see how we can impact the neighborhood right because there's you know by the time we oh, jesus christ Hopefully not by the time, but once we get open, potentially there could be three grocers that have um, left the drive, wow. right? And there's, you know, we have a lot of people living in these areas. Like, where are they going to go? Yeah. Right? So I want to be sort of, I mean, I think we can play a cool role sort of in the neighborhood that maybe nobody's done in a while. And I think it's going to motivate a few others to step up their game mm. and get back into sort of doing what it's all about. It's about being in the hood, right? Mm. Yeah, obviously I want to make some money. I mean, we're not we're not a nonprofit here, but yeah. the the goal is really I think we can do a lot of cool stuff, and then at the end of the day, make some money doing it. Yeah, I don't know if that's delusional because we're back into retail, but that's a whole different story. That I might I, need I extra think, help for. So you know, like the, I think the thing that <clears throat> to me is always the surprise is like the the like. You know, if you kind of get it out of the way, is money is important. We all need it. Mm -hmm. you know, feed our families. Nobody I like wants it too. To, you know, I'm like, okay saying that too. Like, no, no, look, like, I like money. You know, we like money, right? <laughs> like, you know, you and I got to go on European vacations this yeah. summer because we had money, right? We made enough money. But you almost need to take it right out of the equation because if you go and chase the things that you love, it's it's gonna get there. You can't be dumb about it, obviously, but it's going to get there. Like you look at even the, you know, Kenny and I, this year we, we combine who we are. We're, we're fractional COO services. Now, you know, we both walked away from, you know, full-time independent practices um, to combine. Right. And we yeah. took hits to do that, but now we're making it back. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's starting, it's happening already. Like, and it's not, you know, you don't kind of wander into it going, I'm going to make, like, cause it's almost like that every brand that we run into that says, oh, I'm in it because I want to sell or be acquired for a hundred million dollars. You kind of go, you can't start from there. Like, it's a bad reason to start, right? Like if that's your why, you, know, you gotta be real. Yeah. That's a, that's like a, that's every brand that is successful are the ones that go, I fucking love this industry. I fucking love what I do. And then, oh, 
I loved it enough that somebody noticed, right? And they want to pay me a lot of money. And I've got right? to a but point where, you know what? I don't yeah. love it like you did, right? I don't love it as much yeah, as I yeah, did yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. And I think right now correct, I want to do something else. Correct. You know, but That's you can you know, so I don't know. I, I feel like you got to pull it right out of the equation and just focus like you you did. You, you, you went, I could keep doing this and make a good living at it, right? But I'm not going to be happy. And I probably won't be very healthy in another year, right? So well, what is just, it, you know? I love how, and I think it also just like all, how everything just kind of trickled together. Mm -hmm. Seeing the impact we could have at a corporate level. Mm -hmm. And like that to me of just seeing how these teams are now so much more cohesive and I can still bring in my people-pleasing presentation, my overcoming overwhelm. Well, that all mm -hmm. applies still mm -hmm. applies it's the same right? people are people it didn't matter what the mm -hmm. what you're trying to what you're trying to fix okay. whether you're trying to fix a weight problem or you're trying to fix a financial problem. i mean it's all the same yeah and, and you got to be in the same mindset i had never thought of that like right. that was never something that i had even considered to do i mean jim mm -hmm. and i had the natural product academy a few years well many years ago mm -hmm. five years ago and so i just love full circle that we're back again working together and, but really even that is giving us opportunity to have clear distinctions as to what I know, what he coaches on. I know what I coach on. Um, but Phil, something you had mentioned about the money mm -hmm. and penny as well, mm -hmm. a book that I read over my sabbatical. Um, I hate the title. I'm just going to caveat that, but um, I had to be convinced to read it from somebody I truly admire and said, no, you're going to love it. So I offer it. It's called rich as F. Um, and she, right. Like I just, I, um but amanda francis okay she, i love her whole slant on checking on amazon bringing, um bringing a whole new conversation to our thoughts about money okay and that and again that invitation that we can have the capacity over here to make as much money as we want but it doesn't have to cost us x y and z like we don't have to be miserable doing it, which I think a lot of us think like in order to make money, it means that we have to work tirelessly or whatever else. I know I certainly had lots of thoughts about that. I'm like, no, mm. I'm choosing to let go of that. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden I have evidence of it, right? right? I can take two months off. I can be healthy mentally, physically, emotionally, and still make more money than I did last year. And it's like, okay, there's something to this, right? Because I think also with my clients, I'm showing up way more relaxed and open but you're happier coach them yeah. and and i'm modeling what's possible for them as well yeah right? but you're happier but you're also but that's the difference too is it's it's you know when you had people like you say in the old days or whatever you're working and you had people come in and they tell you how to do things and you look at it thinking what have you done because i'm having a hard time understanding listening to you when i know you haven't done probably much of anything of what you're describing whereas when you tell people you know you can do this and this is how and they look at you well, how do you know well because i did it and yeah. here's the mistakes i made and here's some of the successes i had and you know not that it's going to work the same for you, you your my success it could be your failures in reverse but you can see it it can be done but you're in an office now so not an office but you're in a, in a how, how many people in this in this these, uh, this company 28 so you got 28 people and yeah. you're coaching all of them, some of them. 
Um, all of them, because we do we do the lunch and learns and we do um, group sessions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I can already hear, like, um, probably not so much on this podcast per se, but you know, you can you can feel the. Um, I can see a lot of people potentially because I'm going walking through my buildings now and other buildings I've been in, and there's going to be the elite group that is sort of the upper and you can talk this stuff because it definitely relates to them because they can change, they move, maybe they've got education, maybe they've got more curiosity or more um, desire to try new things. And then you'll have people um, potentially not, it's not just going to fit exactly. Let's say at, at entry levels, et cetera, who just look at you as Jane elitist and, you know, Joe elitist and you guys can do whatever you want because you have money mm -hmm. and, you know, it's not much risk for you. I can't because of, you know, the 76 reasons, some valid could be, could be single parents. It could be, um, um, challenges with uh, children. I don't, I don't care what it is. I mean, it could be a million different things, but so how do you, I'm trying to figure out like, how do how do you, how do you make it so that everybody in the building feels sort of good at where they are? So even if that mm -hmm. entry level person, can we get them to a place to say, listen, you don't have to do this job if you don't like it, yeah. you don't have to be here. And not that we want to kick you out. I want you to, I want to kick you out only if I know you're going to a better place for you. Yeah. Right. But if you're not happy here, you can't have the 50 excuses of why you can't do it. Or, well, you know, Lori can do it because, you know, Lori's got all this. Well, to some play, that probably is true. But how do you? I think it was, um, you know, I'm thinking of one of the presentations we did, I did a lunch and learn on people pleasing. And at first I had lots of thoughts because the owner was in it. And I thought, oh, for Pete's sake, like people are going to not raise hands because they're going to want to please mm -hmm, you mm -hmm, the whole mm -hmm. topic that I'm coaching on. Right. But it was so fascinating. Two or three days later, my contact at the business called to say, you wouldn't believe the conversation around the water cooler. Because the invitation through the coaching to all levels, because yes, admin was there and the, mm -hmm. the young guy that had just started right out of mm -hmm. university was there, all the way up to all of their professionals, was that basically to have the conversation amongst everyone. And so like, I just, I, I love the organization that they are being, saying, we believe in this so much, we're going to train all of you in this, is that if you are feeling overwhelmed at your desk, if you are doing things that are causing you to be stressed out, potentially to take sick leave, we want to empower you now, we need to know. So right. in order, if I come and I give you a file saying, hey, you know, instead of just saying, yes, sir, okay, I'm gonna take it, two people please, to actually say, actually, where does this prioritize in the 10 other things you gave me? Mm -hmm. And then giving them that, that empowerment, so, that can start at a that can start at any level in an organization if the culture is that we want people to be right but that's now that's a cultural issue yeah. and culture unfortunately some in many small companies of, of that size really does start off from the top right how how you view your leaders is how you potentially follow through in your day in other words if the leadership doesn't give a shit and the leadership's focused on only themselves what do you think the rest of the crew is going to do yeah. And right. I mean, you'll follow, unfortunately. Yeah. But here's the thing. I think the climate that we're in today is people are going to start saying, I could go work for someone else that does have a culture to raise me up, to empower me, to be able to do that. Because right now, 
the workforce is such that, right? Like, I don't, I don't disagree with that because I think we all, the three of us are smart enough to look at the statistics and it shows that. But I mean, I, I'm serious. I'm walking through buildings mentally and, I, and I'm walking with individuals and I know there's a ton that don't believe that. They're just sitting there, not very happy mm-hmm. and probably thinking, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of jobs out there, but if I leave this one, what am I going to do? And the curiosity thing comes back. It's almost ingrained in that, you know what? Be careful. If you look around that corner, you could lose your head. As opposed to, you know, stopping and saying, okay, really? And what is really around the corner? And maybe asking someone like you and saying, listen, okay, you peek around the corner. Just show me what you're thinking. And maybe that, you know, gives me the encouragement to, you know, just take a quick peek too. And that's where it comes back down to of, you know, and again, it's all just the, the, the whole different mindset of it is that peeking around the corner there there may be danger around the corner but staying in a job that you don't like i think it's even worse is is there's danger in that you're too. already in a i think you're, that, that's not true yeah. it's not that there's you to phil's point you already are in yeah, danger. you're already in danger. health yeah. uh, mental health not to be dramatic health. about it but it's Seriously, true you right? are yeah. emotional yeah. there's no way if you're sitting in eight hours a day in a job that you really don't like that you are not carrying that baggage yeah. in the other 16 hours of the day in mm-hmm. your sleep going home on the car yeah. ride everywhere not happy in that in work is a huge problem in life because it takes up too much of the freaking time that we're awake remember how like in early early days of coaching calls that we had i used to talk about um the discomfort <clears throat> yeah if we as humans just even acknowledge there's going to be discomfort in any decision i make so if i make the decision to stay there's going to be discomfort because I'm really unhappy here. Right. If I make the decision to get curious and try and leave and do something else, there's going to be discomfort of the unknown and Mm -hmm. potential fear of failure, Mm -hmm. but there's discomfort in any way. And if we just all of a sudden started having those new beliefs about ourselves going, okay, but I'm someone that can manage feeling discomfort. And I'm a man, somebody that can manage figuring it out. I didn't know what, what this September 22nd would look like when I was making the decision to launch and leave and do all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But what the difference was, is I have the belief in myself of I'm a woman that's going to figure it out. And right. that's been all the work that I've done since right. all of my coaching, right. Of just me constantly building mm-hmm. up that confidence in myself. of like, no, I'm, I'm a smart woman. I'm going to figure this out. I think that's what he's trying to do is just instill more confidence in more, more people. Yeah. Right. We went to a, feel, um, yeah. a Langley Chamber of Commerce dinner the other night. The topic they had a panel. It was fantastic on um, emotional health. No, but, uh, mental health in the workplace. And oh my gosh, my friends! Like the stats that they provided nationally of five hundred thousand people a day call in sick across. They're the not country. sick. No. Well, they're not. They're not they're, flu, cough, cold, sick. Yeah, they're they're awesome. mentally drained or they're just mm-hmm. so not like, how bad is that yeah. like i mean I, I it's pretty crazy i feel really bad for people like that because that is a terrible state to be in yeah. and it's you want so hard to try to tell people that you don't you don't really have to be no. in that state you, if don't. you don't choose to be in that state yeah. and you and i i think one of the first episodes like you can tell i never let go of that one is that you do it's your choice Mm-hmm. having said that is 
that's not to mean that you can go up and quit tomorrow morning with no plan. And that's not what we're saying, but it is mm -hmm. your choice to stay or to go. Mm -hmm. But you can also ask, you know, you can ask people like on the podcast, you know, you can reach out to people and not everything has a monetary um, attachment to it. There's most people I know, like the three of us included, if someone phoned and, and picked your brain for half an hour, what would you say? I hope you're feeling better. If you need anything, give me a call. I'm not going to sit there and worry about clocking you, yeah. you know, nickel and dime. Yeah. If you give me six, seven hours, sooner or later, you know, we got to, I got to eat too, but you know what I mean? Like there's people out there that are willing to help you. Mm. Right. Or, or at least you know, it's not to push you, but just even how to talk to you. Like I liked your thing. So if you're sitting in the office and you're worried about what the fears are, then write down. Mm. If I stay, what, what does that mean? What is, what does that look like? Good and bad. If I go, like, what am I scared of? And what, what's the good and bad? And take a look at it. And you may look that it's a wash. Yeah. So really, mm -hmm. if you're really not that happy, take the chance. Mm -hmm. No, it may mm -hmm. look the other way. I mean, you may be scared shitless to go. Then we need to try to find a better, uh, find a way to make you happier where you are. If you're or, really that scared or, or whatever. Or we help you see the light. What there is really to go. be scared of, right? Because it's not like none of us are like very few of us make radical changes. So there's lots of ways to make small transitions, right? Yeah, you know, do you, baby you get a side hustle that reflects the job that you want to go to, right? So you can try it, you know, so you invest some weekends, you invest, you know, like that sort of thing. See, to me, I'm a strong believer in that. I think it, everybody right? should so, have like a side gig. Well, yeah, yeah. I think side hustles are- Go back yeah. to the exercise of how do you measure success and what does success look like for you? If it is putting food on the table and doing something I love, those can be done in completely, I got a job nine to five that puts food on the table and mm -hmm. I actually do this over here right. while I'm here or I have a side hustle mm -hmm. that Whatever. Totally, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But as long as we think like, again, just that coverage. And again, like I had jobs for careers for years that I was in places where I had the thought of, I don't like this, this isn't working. I was the one causing my pain, not the organization, not the leaders, not, not any of it. It was as long as I kept thinking, I don't like this. I was finding more reasons to not like it. Right. And when I, when I got my first coach and I finally started to see going, I own that. <clears throat> then when I started to be in, cause I was in a lot of not-for-profit organizations, that were running kind of upside down, right? Like it was, I, I could like, okay. So, but then I, I just had to choose and be very selective with the thoughts that I had going, hey, wait right. a minute. I can do, and I remember driving home from one in, and there was about a 30 minute commute. And I remember I gave myself the first half because there was like a, a real pivotal, kind of like your Eastbound like thing, right? Like right. I, I would pass something that was so significant. I would give myself that time to kind of bitch and complain about the job. And then at that time I turned it and said, but I'm choosing to believe that I'm doing all that I can for this organization. And that's, mm. and, but it was even funny because I, I remember thinking how limiting my thought was is because I said, um, I can do what I can do. I, I, I can only do what I can do to the best of my ability. When I got to that point, like I would let, I would stop complaining about work. And then I thought that's really limiting on Lori to say, I can only do. And so I empowered myself by saying, I am doing 
everything I can do to show up as the best version mm -hmm. of myself in this business. And there may be things that I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. That's okay. That's not my, mm -hmm. that, that's not my belly work. That's not mm -hmm. my problem. I'm going to show up and worry. Yeah. I've done what I can. As long as you do the best yeah. you can and you've done it to the best of your abilities, then at that point, it always goes back. And I, and I yeah. repeat it because I, I still, I live by it since the day you said it that time. It's your choice. Yeah. You decide. If you don't like it, nobody is forcing you to go. I understand bills. I mean, we all live in a world of reality. I have to pay bills too. Everybody does. But there are better ways to pay those bills. You just have to look for them. And again, I think that's where you just, where you do need to talk to people, right? And hopefully I have people who've done a little bit of everything and maybe can show you the fears that they went through. And like, nothing's easy, right? It's not fun. It's hard to quit. Yeah. Well, like it is, it's hard. It's hard to quit. I know. I mean, I did, I did it at 50. It's not the best time to probably, you know, pivot on life. You've, you you've know, got to you've got to kick a little bit of that. It's funny, right? Because it's the life lessons you teach, like a teenager. Like you know, like so. So I have teenagers. They're they're going into the back half of their teenage years or high school years, and so you kind of like grade nine and ten. You're on autopilot, right? The school tells yeah. you where to go and what to do, and then this year, like my my middle got to grade eleven, and she said it's so weird because in every class they say if you don't want to be here. Drop the course, do yeah. something else. And I said to her, that's right. And she said, but, and I said, no, there's no but here, right? It's because you're making the transition. So you have to choose what you want now. So you've never right. been given that choice before. For the last 10 years of your schooling, you've never had a choice. You just, you do it. We tell you when and you do it, but you get to choose, right? Like you, you get to choose. So you actually have to figure out what's right for you, right? And so- it's almost like that's what people need to figure out, right? Is, you know, if you thought that you are where you are because you just, someone told you to do it, now you got to, now you got to choose, right? You got to choose what you want, right? right. So do you, if you don't want to be here, there are other places you can be, you just, you're in control, right? So you, you got to choose where you want to be and then decide how you want to get there, right? So, yeah, anyway. It's so good. Right. And I love that. Like, I love that they are introducing that at that level versus, yeah. you know, just, I, yeah. I wasn't introduced that till my first year in university. Oh, so yeah. that was university. And at that yeah. point, you know what, we're all it's now too late 18 or 19 and we're thinking dummies. Yeah. I don't have to be here. Yeah. Dummies. All right. On campus. I was like, Oh my God. And I went to an all girls school. So all of a sudden there was boys and booze. Rock and roll. And then you're thinking, yeah. and then midterms said, you're thinking, uh Oh, Oh shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That may be, how do I do all those choices this might school. not have been the know. best choices. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps I should have gone to one class or two. Oh my God. But again, you, you know, it's, it's, it's learning stuff. And like, you know, it's like yeah. when the kids did it too, and you know, they come in they, or in a, they go, they go cybers, they fail. And so, well, okay. So mm. well, because I got to finish I said, well, no, I said, first off, that's an arbitrary finish is yeah. You'd like to do university in, in four years, like yeah. two, two halves a year. So eight mm -hmm. halves, but you have to do it in nine in the grand yeah. scheme of life, it's not so going to shut the world yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Hard it to feels... see when you're in it. Hard yeah, to see, yeah. right? Because, you know, when you're 22, you know, half a year is a large percentage of those 22 years. At 56, 
it ain't that long anymore. I have a funny story. Our daughter um, <clears throat> and played university soccer. So was um, that was her number one focus school, not so much. So we, she finally kind of geared down and realized, okay, um, she had a couple more um, semesters to do to kind of wrap things up. She was sitting in one of the classes and somebody asked her about the prof and Mackie leaned over and said, oh, you know, I know her. It's a, it's a she, not a he, because it had like the name was Lee or something. And, uh, and the girl looks up and she goes, oh, you've taken this course before? Like, I thought this was just for like early people or first years or something. And she said, oh, no, I've been here for six years. Yeah. <laughs> the other student went, they'll, they'll let you stay that long? And Mackie's like, as long as you keep paying. As long as you pay, you can yeah. stay as long as you, you want. You can stay. They actually like you, so you you know like you yeah, know what the a rules preferred are. Student. And you, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. She did. Can, she became yeah. a preferred student, and she's a teacher, and she loves it. But it took her. It wasn't. It, it wasn't clear for her first. It was soccer, and then education. Like, but that. But yeah. but that also comes some. You know, not not for anything. But as parents, that we also have to. Like I know a lot of parents who mm -hmm. would be freaking out, and again, there's monetary reasons, yeah. and but there's also time constraint reasons mm -hmm. where you might have parents probably more like we were that. Mm. yeah please don't drag this out 10 years because i'm covering or footing the bill mm -hmm. here um, yeah. which is okay too but mm -hmm. you know let's try to condense the time slightly but i get Learn that faster. you may not that's all yeah. <laughs> or you know what let's let's make some choices yeah. that make a little more sense than perhaps some <clears throat> yeah. of the choices we've made yeah and ideally let's not yeah. repeat the same choice yeah. Yeah. twice yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't work in the first place just yeah. anyway not a biggie life will go on but you know what i mean this, this you got to be comfortable as 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 leaders as parents as we are yeah, yeah. To, to say okay yeah not necessarily the way i would have done it but yeah okay as long as you're sort of getting there mm. hopefully sooner than later you know yeah. not not gonna you know it's only time not that we have a ton of it but you know you have yeah. time well and just and seeing that um and um just at that level of seeing your kids find the thing that they love to mm -hmm. do. come on what else do you mm -hmm. want in life right like it's just as a parent i mean that's that's huge and if you don't have have kids then do it for yourself yeah or mm -hmm. or someone else maybe in the organization like any mm -hmm. mentor or anybody i mean people yeah. i think everybody likes a little bit of help if they can get it yeah right yeah speaking just when you say that i'm just feel mm -hmm. really compelled to offer if anyone is struggling with a curiosity mm -hmm have them reach out. I am happy to do a free call. Like just, I will ask you the questions that might help them go through like, and again, most of them I'm thinking are guys on here, which are not my ideal clients. So like, we'll have a little chitty chat and I'll direct you on your way. Kind of thing. But you don't have to be sitting in that, that space of need to have to and should be here. Mm. Just even perhaps there's some questions like I love for Kenny, like you make me feel like a proud mama, right? Of just that one time. And it was like, it just, a light bulb went off for you. Like, oh. yeah, I mean, it's, it's stuck. Yeah. And it sticks on everything I do. When I, when I look at it, I just, I come down to it. If it was, when it gets to that point of thinking, okay, dummy, take a look in the mirror. Who's making these decisions? Mm. Is it them or is it you? And then I don't like the answer again. That guy's really not very nice <laughs> to me. Didn't have to call me a dummy either. Could have been a lot nicer to me, but that's okay. I'm a big boy. I can take it. I'm thinking, okay, really? Yeah. Oh, so good. Lori Shoplin, thank you for coming. Oh, it's nice God. to see you again. I haven't seen amazing. you so long. That was we are, nice. we're really happy you came. Yeah. And I'm well, really sorry I, I missed we're you doing. in Niagara on the Lake. I know. Can you believe it? We were there like within hours of we each other. Missed each other by hours, I think. 
Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, That is a place I'm so, so happy we went. Like it's been 28 years since we've been Mm -hmm. back. It Mm -hmm. was delightful. It was a great weekend getaway. Lovely. So, all right, both of you boys, take care of yourselves. You've had to be muting as you're coughing and sneezing. I got to go to work. This is virtual and not in person. Tell me about it. I don't even want to be around me. (laughs) Where, um, where do people find you if they want to find you? Sure. Uh, Lori Shop and Coaching. Lori Shop and Coaching. Uh, Dot 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 com i think is what it is or bug us and we'll just throw you to lori mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but genuinely like if anyone's on here and just are is stuck like that's lori we tell people the same thing i mean mm-hmm. i'm telling you right now emphatically if you email or call yeah. well don't call because if i don't know the number i'm not going to pick up email i mean really i don't think we yeah. refused anybody yeah probably a phone call yeah right yeah. and at least maybe push them in a drag you know you really need to, you should call lori mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you should call jim mm-hmm. Like that's who I would, you know what I mean? So I would, exciting. I, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, wow, good for you. Thanks. Thanks that's pretty cool. So good, and I love just watching all of it, and I love. Thank you for giving me your preview of your um, headshots. Nice. I like my Batman shirt. It does. It looks good. I, think I like Phil your started, I think shirt. Phil started off with not liking the Batman shirt. I like my Batman. I like shirt. your Batman shirt. Well, I it just sound uh... like you like my Batman shirt. It sounded actually like we're going no, down a different I, path. It was just. It's a little weird. Wow. For me, it's a little weird, but it's nice. I still like it. I'm 56 and I like Batman. Penny, still. I accept you the way you are. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm feeling that, Phil. We'll have a discussion later. <laughs> All right. Good. Okay. All right. Bye. Thanks, Take Lori. care of yourself. Okay. Hang on for Bye. a second. Okay. Take care. Ciao, Bye. Bye. She's amazing. Oh, she's got her shit. I together, love Lori right? Shoplin so much. Oh, she's got her shit together. I like Lori Shoplin too. Man. I'm, I'm I'm happy for her. I mean, that's that's pretty cool that her and Jim are. Uh... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have Jimmy tonight. Uh, I have no idea. Like, yes, I maybe. Like, I like, well, how do we do? Like, how's I'm just. Wife um, the same day? I'm just. I, I'm not. If the I'm audience sure hasn't we... figured it out yet, I'm not feeling that well. So, I'm feels little... like got COVID fog. I'm like, like this. I, I am. So I'm. I'm pretty foggy. Oh yeah, like he's answering emails that are that are that are like at the beginning <laughs> of the thread, and then he's like getting. You know, a little chirpy with him. You're thinking, buddy, read the whole fucking thread. I did try and, you know, and I did try through, and man. fix that though. Well, it's all good. I just thought I was nice. About you're very that. nice. Not not a big deal, but I'm just kind of laughing, thinking, wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we we do actually. Oh, well. we do. We have Jimmy tonight. We'll okay. see how that goes. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, um, I gotta go. Okay, awesome. Down to the store. Okay. Um, that's it. Yeah, that's it. If you need me, call me. Hey, everybody, thanks for okay. listening. <clears throat> thanks As for usual. listening. Yeah, appreciate it.